Welcome to episode 50. Last week I started to share a little bit of my story and the recovery route that I took. I'm sharing more over the next few weeks leading up to the birthday edition which is the 4th of April. I had been listening to Mario Martinez and he was saying that unless you were at the same point or you that you'd come to terms with the breakdown of the relationship that you shouldn't actually leave. Well that's how I was hearing it and he said you should make sure that you've come to terms with the end otherwise it's going to turn you crazy now obviously he wasn't talking about emotionally abusive relationships well I don't think he was but maybe that's what he meant about the crazy so I wanted to share a bit about my story last week and over the next couple of weeks and I said at the end of last week's podcast that I would talk about the nightmares and the trauma after the relationship was over so that's what I want to talk about today the bad dreams that you can have and what I did to heal from them. Welcome to the Mind Fuckery podcast. I'm your host, Elizabeth, author of Finding Lily and the A to Z of Emotional Abuse. I'm here to remind you that love should be unconditional. Divorcing emotionally is life-changing and that you have a duty of care to yourself. Each week, I will discuss some of the terms you may hear along this journey and I will help you understand and process what's happening. I will help you find the best habits as you start to take back the control of your own life and learn the tools to heal on a deeper level, becoming the best version of yourself. And the nightmare of the relationship being over and these emotions that are so unfamiliar to you has nothing on the nightmares that you might have experienced or be experiencing. I had never experienced nightmares before, so it was a real shock when they happened. I was not the child that woke up after having a bad dream. I had been through a physically abusive relationship and an emotionally abusive relationship before, and I hadn't experienced them following those. And my nightmares went on over a period of quite a few months, maybe eight or nine, and I would wake up physically fighting for my life. The first one, I found myself in laying in bed, I heard a car pull up, and I sensed the atmosphere changed, and I heard a noise, and I turned over towards the door, and I was absolutely petrified and as he walked in or went to enter he said oh I don't live here anymore and left and the next one happened a few weeks after that might have been quite shortly after that and I was physically fighting him he crept into the bedroom and he was hiding at the side of my bed and then he pounced on me his whole weight pinning me down and I experienced this again months afterwards and he was laughing in my face And each one left me with a horrible feeling that followed me round for days. And for anyone that's going through this, my heart goes out to you because I know how horrific it felt and how scared I was afterwards. I was aware through the work that I do that there was a deep processing that was happening to me, but it didn't make what was going on any easier to deal with. We have lots of different states that we can be in. So an alpha brainwave, it relates to our creativity. And when we daydream, beta 
are produced in the middle of deep thinking. And it's the delta and theta waves that are found during our deep sleep. Gamma are associated with our uh, problem solving, happiness and, and compassion. And nightmares can happen as a result of stress, of conflict, of fear, trauma, emotional problems. They can also be affected or medication and drug use can affect them and part illness as well. Trauma is part of the subconscious programming and these programs hold a lot of emotional content. They show themselves in our dreams. It's when we're more open and receptive to what's going on and it was just after I experienced the very last one actually I realized that this was the perfect opportunity for me to heal on a deeper level and I have mentioned in my book The A to Z of Emotional Abuse that I'd experienced the freeze so the fight flight form freeze I'd experienced freeze I've also mentioned it in various videos and I was wondering and actually as I'm doing this podcast wondering if that was actually linked I have taken a Peter Levine course although I did this after all of this has happened I wonder now as I'm talking whether it's a finalization of a release that needed to happen so Peter says that with trauma what he started to discover was that people holding this trauma but they were living in a state where their adrenals were in overdrive they were producing these stress hormones because nothing had stopped and he talks about lying cup um i think he talks about polar bears as well but he talks about lying cubs and he says you can see them in the savannah i think it's on youtube and he says you you'll see them and there's a threat so these three lion clubs run up a tree and hide and wait for the threat to be over and he said then what you'll see is you'll see them come back down from the tree and they then play fight and he said that you know you'll see them act out play fight out how they should have responded were they in a position to respond and so as i'm actually talking through this podcast it never occurred to me before were my nightmares actually a way that i was playing out what was happening and i was able to do that in my dreams just a question something that i'll go away and think about for a little while and this is how i've been working for all of this time repairing the damage that had happened to me not just from this relationship but from other relationships and I hadn't seen or I'd missed bits and I have actually used the analogy of Lara Croft you know going back and picking up all the pieces and um, I've used that I used that right at the beginning sort of 2018 2019 in my YouTube videos I spoke about these wounds and how we get this opportunity to go back so I was working at this time with a couple of friends on various different levels they were holding space I was trying to find a way that suited me and what worked for me and my beliefs and that was a lot quicker in the healing process I had bought and done a few courses online and they and I worked through those but they never seemed to get quite deep enough for me and I knew there was something deeper that was needed and also I found they took a long time they were I was there for hours in these healing states and I knew that there was a quicker way of doing this so when the last nightmare I had happened I knew I needed to create a safe state space for myself and just by doing that seemed to change every area of my life I was 
was still running patterns that I knew I needed to heal, but the nightmares seemed to stop. And I spoke about some of these patterns and wounds last week. The nightmares were right in the middle of that process. It was like a a rebirthing. And I had so many different mini Phoenix type moments where I would burn down and I'd have my own mini meltdown and I'd question everything. And then when that was over, I would rise from those ashes until the next revelation. And these revelations had been happening for nearly a year at that point, I think it was. They would come in my dreams just as I was waking, but not quite fully awake. So the brain, when it wakes up, it transitions from being in a deep sleep, the delta waves, into a theta wave. And you wake up and you pick your phone up straight away. You're doing is you're jolting your brain straight out and into alertness. So you're taking you're entering or taking yourself into those beat away frequencies. So this happened a lot for me and it had been going on for years. This I had this period of time between um, the Delta and the Theta and it was during my spiritual life coaching training that I became a, a Theta healer. And what happened to me a lot after that actually, I, hadn't, I haven't really thought about that, but this happened after that training. I had a knowing of things that were either about to happen or that were happening at the time. And people go, well, how give me how do you know that and I said I don't know I just do I remember also being in Greece so this was on the month-long trip that um, we taken and it was in Greece and we're staying in an Airbnb for like an overnight trip and I knew I was doing this it wasn't for us as a couple I was more like a babysitter really I was there as a support we weren't we weren't a couple at all during that holiday it had been booked as it was a, a really weird house it was in a room in a very dark house and my ex was behaving really oddly he was really obsessed with the hosts and the ratings and the comments that were being said about them um it was extremely hot okay i know it was greece i know we were it was august but there was no fan in the room there was no air conditioning and it was a very small room and i woke up in the morning with a jump it made me a you know brought me to that perhaps the to stay and i was i found myself i could see this image of myself talking on stage at an exhibition centre, a room rather than like a large auditorium stage. And I could see my ex standing at the doorway and to, to the side of him, but slightly obscured because I was looking at this image, looking down on this image. I could see this very blonde woman and in a really tight fitting dress that appeared to be red. But actually, as I recall that, I had no idea who this person was. I do know now who it is. And as as I'm going back over that memory, I recognised the dress and I saw it in that dream as red, but actually it was very vibrant pink. Anyway, I had this message. I don't know. It might have been a voice, but it was saying or I was getting this feeling that that's it. You, this is everything here and there were going to be no more revelations. I don't know at that point that I realised that I had everything. I just needed to put it all together to get an understanding of what was going on and to really understand what was happening. I often talk about the theta state. As children, we live in that state up until about the ages of seven or eight years old. And during this time, we're 
taking on the patterns of our tribe and the people in our life and the situations that we're in. And it's often the relationships that we've seen that are the reasons that we stay too long or think the abuse is normal behaviour. So through the work that I've been doing over the last 20 plus years, it can also come through past life. And I also discovered, I don't know, 12 years ago, maybe longer than that, I started questioning about the DNA, which is one of the reasons I now believe this is the time to heal on a deeper level and not just break the invisible chains of the abuse in this relationship, but the heal the wounds so that moving forward, your family line is healing. And there's a lot of research and science now that shows us that we do inherit trauma patterns. Unlike inherited conditions, this has, is not caused by mutations in the genetic code itself. So researchers are discovering how events in someone's lifetime can change the way their DNA is expressed and how that change can be passed on to the next generation. And it's this process of epigenetics where the readability or the expression of the genes is modified without changing the DNA code itself. It's a tiny chemical tag that's added to or removed from our DNA in response to changes in our environment or the environment which we live in. So these tags turn genes on or off, offering a way of adapting to changing conditions without inflicting a more permanent shift in our genomes. So for example, our experiences during our lifetime, particularly traumatic ones, can have a real impact on our family for generations to come. And there are lots of different studies at the moment that support the idea, the effects of trauma, and they're passed down through the generations through epigenetics. And one of the first ones that I was, I'd been talking about this for a long time and, and a friend sent me a link to a study and it was actually pregnant women who were in New York at the time of 9-11 and they had found and studied women from eight weeks pregnant or I think it might actually be sorry 12 weeks pregnant I think it was through to one woman who had gone into labor might have been a couple and she could actually see the chaos that was unfolding from her apartment and they had been working also at the time with survivors generations down the line of the holocaust who who's grandparents had experienced the Holocaust but they hadn't got that moment that it happened and 9-11 gave them that so they were actually able to see what was going on with the generation that was still alive through to the generation that were being born and at that point when I was reading it which was about 2015 so it's quite a few years ago now they discovered that the women in early pregnancy had had no effect whatsoever to their the generation that they were producing to their children. However, the women that were in the later stages of their pregnancy and the women giving birth around that time, there was an effect. The stress hormones had been passed through and the trauma that was unfolding, it was absolutely fascinating for me, but, um, but although that trauma had been passed on, it, it was a really exciting time because I knew the work that I was doing at that point and how I was understanding and understanding how this trauma was being passed through and how it linked in with the work that I'd done 20 odd years before that it was making sense it 
all was coming together. So with the information that I found through my own understanding, pulling everything together, my own beliefs on how this happened, to me, it's like a cocktail of events. It's ingredients that are all coming together, situations that bring us to a point. And we've been now given this opportunity, these relationships, so it doesn't matter whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's a parent-child relationship, whether it's a, a work relationship, whether it's your boss, whether it's a friendship. These events and these situations bring us to this point. They highlight these wounds and we're given this opportunity now to offer them up to heal. And you might be like me. I was wondering why. Look, I've experienced this before. I've got different wounds. But when I was able to sit down and go through the relationship and what happened, I saw patterns. I was in a physically abusive relationship and I ran away with my son who was just weeks old at the time. As I saw the abuse which had stopped for the last few months of my pregnancy, I could see it about to start again. I didn't want him to experience that and I broke that there and then. I made a vow that if anyone raised their hand or anything to me, I was off. When that happened, I left. I walked out the door on another relationship. However, emotional abuse is silent and leaving my first emotionally abusive relationship, I had no idea that is what had been going on. I just knew that had been very controlling and emotionally and with money. And I had seen some of the trauma patterns after that relationship. The true awakening for me was the last one. That was when I had enough of the puzzle pieces to see the picture. There were a couple of bits missing. It really didn't make that much difference. I could see what was going on and I wanted to stop this like I had with the physical abuse. Also at the same time I was witnessing or shortly afterwards I was witnessing people around me going through something similar and then my work started to change. I had been doing a lot of teaching. I was teaching Reiki and at one point every single person that came to me to do their Reiki they had their own version of what I'd experienced and they came with wounds that wanted to be healed. I believe that the nightmares were a message for me. It was the trauma that needed a way to be released. It might have been my body trying to rid the hormones or to stop them being released after that traumatic experience. It could have been both. I had experienced this freeze, as I've said, and it happened to me twice, a couple of years apart. It was only as I was talking through and talking about Peter Levine, whether that had actually those um, uh, events had come up for healing. But equally, it could have been that whole period of time where I was making discovery after discovery. And I spoke about this last week. And what had happened, which this financial thing that runs through is finances are an easy way for to be controlled by someone. Um, I had no money. He was at that time, I couldn't afford clothes, I couldn't afford fuel for my car, I couldn't afford food. But the universe always found a way providing for me. I was able to pay for the month in Greece when some money unexpectedly came my way. The money has always been a big issue around relationships and and particularly with that relationship. Again, I spoke about this last week. I was given a lot of wounding and trauma that wasn't mine around money. What I found was when I created a safe space and I put up protection around me, when I questioned what had happened, what was going on, and I got really intimate with those questions, I was able to have deep conversations with my emotions and my feelings that have been left. 
and I could work out where the trauma was being held in my body and has been the basis. This has been the foundation actually for the last 20 years of a lot of the work that I do. If you're ready to powerfully heal from inside outwards, I'm running a masterclass in a couple of weeks. I will put a link in here. So please go below to the description box if you'd like to join me. The masterclass is going to be on creating safe space, an area to heal. And I ran one last year, last February. So I'm going to run it again this year. I've also got a new book coming, which is being designed at the moment. It's had to go back for some more work. And I will be launching a membership very soon. And again, I'll put the details below in the description box for that if you want to go and have a quick look at what will be involved in that. If you are experiencing or have experienced nightmares, these flashbacks, this trauma, I hope this has given you some insight and has given you some hope that you can heal from these wounds. You can listen to your body, discover what the messages are that these nightmares have for you. And I hope this has been helpful and I'm sending you loads and loads of love as always. Until next time.